Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Friday morning and a busy day of racing as well here in New South Wales with two meetings to look forward to. This afternoon we race at Wagga in the daytime slot and Dubbo have their, well one of their biggest meetings of the year with the running of the Red Oak Phillies and Mares Classic at Group 3 level tonight. That's race number four on the card and just after a tick after eight o'clock local time and this race is always very hotly contested thirty thousand dollars on the line for the girls tonight just a quick i guess look back on what was yesterday afternoon at tamworth we saw seven races run and won there. Greg Coney had multiples, as did Gemma Coney. And to round out the card, Christopher Shepherdson drove the last two winners on that Tamworth card. And then last night at Penrith, we had eight races there. And if your first name was Jack, you had a pretty good night out at the office because both Jack Callaghan and Jack Trainer drove multiples. Jack Callaghan with two, and Jack Trainer continued on his very rich vein of form with three on the card. So that was Penrith last night. We have to look forward to today those two meetings as well. But our guest for on the pace this morning is Isabel Ross. She's going to play a very important hand in tonight's Dubbo card with three good chances as well as one of the favourites in what is that feature race, the Red Oak and Mares Classic, and she joins us for On The Pace this morning. Thanks for your time this morning, Isabel. No worries, sweet. Three good drives tonight, so you must be looking forward to heading to Dubbo. What's the uh, what's the travel time like this afternoon to get to Dubbo? Uh, it'll be three hours for us to get to Dubbo this afternoon. Well, that is a long trip, but hopefully made worthwhile with maybe a winner or two along the way. For those who maybe don't watch Dubbo a great deal or maybe are tuning in for the first time in this Friday night time slot, talk us through the track. Obviously, a smaller circuit, and as is often the case with these regional smaller tracks, it certainly pays to be up on pace. Is that the case with Dubbo as well? Yeah, I find it's more a leader bias track, um, Britt. Uh, so all the ones that are up the front usually are a bit more dominant than the ones from behind. You've got to have a really good one uh, to sort of win from behind. Well, unfortunately for you tonight, you don't have the best draws on paper, but a few front row draws which should be helpful. The first of your drives tonight is race number three. Chasing the wind has the outside gate of six, so six across the front at Dubbo, but drops back from Menangle grade. You must have been really happy with his effort uh, last Saturday night at Menangle. Uh, I was wrapped, Britt. Um, they went 51 in the race, and he wasn't beaten very far. We, I know we sort of had a good trip, but... Um, you know, he's only a three-year-old and that's a pretty good time for him to be running. Yeah, absolutely. Tonight, from that outside front row draw, he's a horse with pretty good early speed. So do you expect that to be used? Uh, yeah, I, I will be definitely using his speed tonight because we sort of want to be up there, um, up the front, because Denon Strike, uh, she's drawn the back row and I sort of just want to be in front. You know, she's a very classy filly and um, sort of hopefully if I'm in front, you know, we've got a better chance of winning. Do you think he's better in front or coming off speed? Because we saw him, yes, he had that good trip on Saturday night, but he obviously looks pretty versatile. But do you think, well, obviously tonight at Dubbo, you've already mentioned you have to be up on pace, but do you think it really matters where he lands? Uh, I don't think so. He definitely does enjoy being in front. He um, Once he's in front, he tends to not let him get in front of him or um, he sort of doesn't let him head him. So hopefully I can be up front. Um, and we'll get a better trip sort of from there. 
is it fair to say this is one of your favourites chasing the wind? He is. He's, not, he's my favourite um, at Amanda's. He always has been um, since I've been here, since he was two. He's a bit cheeky and has a couple of vices, but he's, he's, he's my boy. Well, Amanda's uh, left you on board tonight, despite the fact that she doesn't have another drive in the race. So she's sticking solid with you there in what is the Peter Lou Memorial race number three. Race number four is a big one. As we've mentioned, it's a Trump Bloodstock Red Oak of Phillies and Mares Classic, always hotly contested. And that's no different tonight with a very strong field. Got a party, Dolly's your drive. Again, you've drawn the outside of the front row, but with the emergency coming out, you'll slot down into five. You drove this mare for the first time last time out when she was returning from a break and she must have impressed you because she was certainly impressive to the eye yeah she uh went track record time there around park but she actually surprised me um at home we sort of went weren't sure where she was at but um she was definitely on song that night um and i said to Amanda, she's very tough like we sat outside the leader and she did it very easy she probably didn't pace overly tractably at different times during the race. Is that how you saw it? And therefore, do you think Dubbo will be any issue for her tonight? She's got a fair bit of experience on the smaller tracks. She's gone to Penrith and obviously Parks last time out. She was still able to record a track record. But is there any query around her getting around Dubbo tonight? Uh, no, no. She, um, she's, I know she doesn't uh, pace well, sort of watching her on TV, but she wears no boots, no head check. I think she actually prefers little tracks. From tonight's outside draw, is it fair to say you'll be doing much similar to chasing the wind and trying to stay in front of your main rivals? Because even though you're drawn out wide, it still looks as though all of your main rivals will hopefully settle behind you. Yeah, that's the plan. There are a couple inside me that do have really good gate speed. Um, my girl does have good gate speed and I will be using it tonight whether we sort of just poke forward and bully our way to the front or I use her speed off the gate. Main dangers on paper, Scarlet Babe, Armour Naughty. No doubt you would have been watching them closely. They sort of all race around that Bathurst region which you frequent quite often. So are they the two that you're most worried about tonight? Yeah, they're definitely my two main dangers, uh, Scarlet Babe. Um, she's a very classy mare and I'm a naughty. She's been racing really well. She's in a rich form at the minute. Um, hopefully, though, I can keep that behind me and uh, my mare's just a little bit too good for them. That's a big one, the Red Ochre, fingers crossed there. And then a little bit of a wait until race number seven on the card. Tell us a little bit more about Hold My Halo. She's a two-year-old filly who's by Better Than Cheddar. She's had just a two start, so she was a bit of a, a late developer when it comes to her two-year-old season, but she kicked things off with a really easy and impressive win at Parks last time out. And then at Dubbo, you took the reins on her, and again, she had to do things the hard way. What did you make of that effort? Uh, I was really happy with her effort last week, Britt. Um, you know, we chaired up and the horse come out three wide. and um, We only got beat nine metres by um, one of Steve's, who's a really classy filly. Um, that's in a Dubbo tonight as well. Um, but I think I think she'll go good tonight. Um, we sort of, she was a bit developer pacing-wise, and we give her a bit of time off and really let her mature. And I think she's finally found her gears and sort of knows what it's all about. Amanda also has classical music engaged and she takes the reins on that filly. A little more experience for this girl, but is there much between these two at home? Can you give us a lead one way or the other? Um, there's not much between them when they work together at home, but uh, my filly is definitely tougher. Um, she can sort of grind it out and do it the hard way, um, whereas Amanda's probably quicker than what it is tougher. 
from the second row draw tonight you just have to wait and see what happens early on and I guess if the tempo slackens off will she probably be forced to have to make a move early on? Uh, yeah, we'll sort of see where we land early, Brit, and um, sort of how much, uh, how quick we went early. And if they settle, you know, we might make a move, or if not, if they're sort of rolling along, we'll just sort of have to play it by ear. Three good drives tonight. They all look very nice chances as well. Can you maybe single one out from the rest for those who are watching Dubbo tonight? Um, probably I'll go with the two-year-old Brit, um, hold my halo. I do really like her, and I think tonight is her night. That's race seven, number eight, hold my halo. Best of luck tonight, Isabel. We saw you in the, uh, I guess, fields and form guides for a while there. You made your way back to Queensland for, for a period of time, but are you back in New South Wales to stay for those who like to follow you? Uh, yeah, I will be, Britt. Um, I, I think I will call New South Wales home for a while. Alrighty, good news for those who enjoy following the likes of Bathurst and Dubbo when you head down that way as well. You're always in the winner's circle, so that will be welcome news to many. Thanks for your time this morning, Is, and best of luck tonight. Thank you, Brett. Isabel Ross there this morning for On The Pace, and that is a nice book of drives as well tonight at Dubbo. Race three, number six, Chasing the Wind. In the big one, the Red Oak of race four, number six, Got A Party Doll, and she's highlighted her best of the evening as race seven, number eight, Hold My Halo. So really looking forward to that Dubbo card tonight. Eight races. They've also got uh, the Quamby Stayers Cup, and, of course, returning in that race is our Uncle Sam, and he'll go around as a very short-priced favourite there, the Group 1 winner from earlier this season a dual group one winner our uncle sam and no doubt he'll be on a a similar path to last year with the shirley turnbull next week and then rolling into uh, the likes of the miracle mile qualifiers and then hopefully into the big one on march or early march next year there's also the dubbo golden gig final which will race for ten thousand dollars but across the card a good prize money on offer tonight and the racing will no doubt be very very strong a quick look ahead tomorrow night to tomorrow night as well we've got not only newcastle but also menangle and tomorrow night the feature of the night from an angle well there's a couple of features in fact there's the group three uh, harold park cup of course it's 10 years yesterday since harold park uh, ran its last race which is quite remarkable to think but cash and flow will be looking to go again at the menangle mile and he's a very short price favorite to do just that and there also is a club menangle country series final over the sprint distance trip which is race number four on the card as well so plenty of great racing to look forward to over the next few days hopefully plenty of winners to be found as well and mick gearham will be back on sunday morning to wrap it all up that's on the pace for this friday we'll take a quick breather